Hey, hey, and welcome to another Podcast Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco. And I'm your other host, Jeff Cameron. How's it going, Jeff? Super great. How about you? Good, man. Very good. Feels good to be back in the uh, Podcast Valley Sunday headquarters. Yes, we've been away for a while, much longer than we had anticipated. <laughs> yeah, I almost forgot how to say it. Podcast <laughs> Valley Sunday headquarters. Hope everybody had great holidays. We were, see, our plan was at Christmas time, Jeff was going to come back, back, uh-huh. quote unquote, home, and we were going to get <laughs> together and be in the same room and do a podcast, like a reaction or something. We didn't know what. And then a huge blizzard came in and made life completely unlivable. Yeah, for real. And it totally kiboshed a lot of neat stuff we had planned, but you know, in real life and for the show here. So yeah, sorry about that. It is a bummer, but we will do our best to continue bringing you the goods in a timely fashion. Yes. And, and a couple people, uh, a couple of listeners reached out, which us happy holidays and things. And that was really nice and asked if, if we were coming back. And I said, yes, <laughs> yes, we are. I promise. For sure. Yeah, because actually I went back to work after my accident too. So that was like getting back into work. And man, when you work, it takes up so much of the week. It's such a, just gets in the way of everything. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> you can't do anything you want to do because work's sitting there freaking five days of the week. It's like, man, what's with you? As a wise band once said, work sucks. I know. <laughs> so for today what we've got is a little special episode for everyone as you know we've been working on the countdown from the very bottom at 167 and we moved our way up to number 107 but you know as you if you've been listening you've heard us say a number of times like "Ooh, this song should be higher this song's in the wrong spot yeah and uh so today's episode what we're doing is we're going through we're, we're each picking a few songs that we think are in the wrong spot and just kind of highlighting them and telling you why, you know, we feel they're in the wrong spot and how we wronged them. <laughs> so yeah, it came up enough times that we were like, this song shouldn't be that low. And uh, so this gives us a chance to kind of give some props to the tunes that we think might have been uh, unfairly treated. We're not going to go and uh, change the countdown around in any way. It is, it's going to feel a little good to talk about some of these songs and kind of put them up at the figurative top of the jellies. Looking on the outside of the top 100, looking in. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah, because I think what happened was somebody's got picked really early, and we just start picking more songs and putting stuff above it, and before long, they're way too low. And it's like, oops, we, uh, yeah. sorry about that. It's like the laundry you never get to, and you can only do a half load of laundry. <laughs> and the one's the bottom, you're just like, what happened to that shirt? I swear I had that shirt. And then you see it again, like, oh, sorry, man. Don't worry, we'll clean you up. <laughs> and that's sorry, what we're shirt. <laughs> No one else talks their shirts, just me? Okay, okay. All right. I didn't realize you're all so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so we've each picked a few songs, and we haven't told each other what songs we've picked, so we might nope. have the same songs. We might. I feel like we'll have a couple. I, I would We think will so. agree on a couple, but uh, yeah, these, this is going to be the uh, the top of the jellies, the songs that, you know, maybe don't make the top 100, but we think should be just on the outside looking in. Maybe not ranked down with uh, moving in with Rico and whatnot. Exactly. Let's, let's get to a Paco. How about you go first? Well, my first one was moving in with Rico. I thought should be higher. No, I'm Dang just it. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one I think that should be moved up is Man Without a Dream, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. 
in there that i like and it's not like i'm like this is a good song i'm like this isn't this isn't as bad as some of the songs that are above it essentially and that's what i'm thinking man without a dream back at number 151 a shade ahead of teeny tiny gnome see yeah and exactly and i feel it's it's it shouldn't be nestled with teeny tiny gnome (laughs) it's got that goffin king pedigree and it was our lowest goffin king song yeah and you famously declared it schmishworthy, but has it gotten less schmishworthy? The schmish bar has lowered so much that it's at the top of the schmish. It has been de-schmished slightly. Slightly. I would not say it is not schmishworthy, but I oh, think it's it's better than than some of these we've got here. Fair enough. Solid pick. And yeah, like musically there's some cool stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And it is it is kind of a a grand David Jones it is. number, yeah. yeah. But I just think it's not as bad as some of these other ones. <laughs> it's not as annoying as some of them. That's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a mature monkey song. Exactly, exactly. He's not a boy without a dream. No, yeah, he's just a man without a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Gets me going. All right. So I like your idea of going with uh, the the lowest <laughs> one we're rescuing, and uh, my first choice is uh, somehow even more schmish worthy than a man without a dream. It's from Pull It, and it is called Secret Heart. Hey, I have that on my list too. Boom. It, a fair weather and page jam and um it's one of the songs that if you pull off all the mickey songs from pool it you got a, a tight mickey dolan's demo record mm-hmm. that he could be you know hand in to submit his uh you know application for wham once george michael left or something you know what i mean <laughs> Can you imagine? mickey dolan's and andrew ridgely <laughs> during the during the, the world <laughs> But yeah, with Secret Heart, the thing I really like about it is is the the chorus is great, and and like the the be lovers at the start or whatever he says is awesome. I think it's after dark. That's it. I always think it's at the start, but around midnight, perhaps. Exactly. Yeah, it's a theme throughout the 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 Poolit album. Maybe time of day. Mickey Dolenz is a very, uh, yeah, he was living L.A. nights for Poolit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, so that's my uh, my first choice as a, a top of the jelly is uh, Secret Heart, nice. for sure. So my next one is comes off The Monkey's Present, and it is If I Knew, another Davy Jones jam. If I Knew. Bothering you, I would run to your side. I don't 
know why I would just die if you left me. Did not have that one on my list. What's with you and Davey, Paco? See, what the thing was, when we hear these songs, I'm like, man, because there's so many Davies at the bottom. And when I re-listen <laughs> to them compared to some of the ones beside it, I'm like, this one should not be here. And <laughs> Guess you're right. It's mainly the uh, again like a nice little melody that he puts out there like that part I really like a lot with that like Spanish guitar behind it kind of thing. Oh yeah, and it, yeah, it hooks me in. I don't know, it gets me every time. <laughs> and oh yeah, and it ends with the the low O and <laughs> not his famous high pitch. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think they just slowed down the tape. <laughs> he tries to put, tries to tag it onto the end of his song. Yeah, this love song. Oh, they're like, oh, for God's <laughs> sakes! Davy Jones himself co-wrote that with his uh, frequent songwriting partner Bill Chadwick, and yeah, it's from the era when the guys, well, they were down to three of them, and they were working kind of separately with their own production teams, and the albums were produced by the Monkees, but. They were yeah. less band-like than ever. See, I always find that weird. Uh, the Monkees, again, is, might be a little uh, different than other bands, but when, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? The way they work together is different than bands that came up together. Need but, I um, remind you, need I remind you, nothing else is the Monkees. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. It's true. So I think but when other bands are like, oh, I go in and do my parts, then I leave, and the next guy comes in and does his parts, and it's like, it, it, it always bums me out, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy smokes, this cat is going crazy. What's going on with that cat? She's got this little fluffy thing that she likes, but she carries it around in her mouth and just screams. And I don't know why she does. Is she complaining about, we haven't mentioned Shorty Blackwell? We haven't even got to her on the countdown yet. No, exactly. Yeah, so lay off. I'm sure it will move. (laughs) But anyway, so listeners, if you hear a cat screaming in the background, she's fine. She's just loving her little toy. And I I went to take it away from her, and I did, and she kind of looked at me so sad that I was like, oh, I can't take this away from you. You Here, just ruin the podcast. Which one is it? Dog food. Dog food the cat. Yeah, dog food. <laughs> Legendary. Yeah. But anyway, we should also mention that If I Knew was at, is at number 141. Just to keep gotcha. people to know where we placed these. And it's beside Oh What a Night before it and Long Way Home after it. And I feel it's better than both of those. Don't you mean Oh What a Night? <laughs> oh What a Night. <laughs> so all right, Jeff, your turn. Oh man, it's my turn again. I think I have a soft spot for Don't Bring Me Down. Also from Pulit. Well, you've gone all Davy. I've gone all pull it, Paco. (laughs) It landed at one thirty-three for us, and it could be a little higher. I dig it. I think when we we pulled it from the hat, we coined the phrase "poo poo pull it." So that's important. Wow, that is that's a big that's a big phrase. <laughs> that's a legacy. <laughs> back in episode nineteen, back in nineteen ninety eight or whenever we recorded it. 
And like I've noticed, I keep saying on the show here that we've we've been doing this for two years. It's been two years, blah blah blah. But it's been like it's gonna be four years. Yeah, which is nuts. That is nuts. <laughs> it does not feel like that. I think because the past two years have been like hyper weird and squished. A lot going on, and uh, and yeah, we just try to <laughs> we just try to center ourselves with our podcast <laughs> yeah. and each other. Yeah, so, something to cling on to. Yeah. As the world becomes more and more ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, at least you know Podcast Valley Sunday is always here for you. Except mm-hmm. when we're not, but we always come back. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how to not do it. It's well, we true. find ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't know how to stay away. <laughs> so, yeah. But don't bring me down. Uh, on the Randomatic Countdown, which you could find a YouTube playlist put together by me of this whole deal. Um I grabbed a clip of the boys out for dinner with a fan at like either like the fifties diner at, uh, I don't know, MGM studios or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's, but, <laughs> it's an interesting video for sure. It's uh, cause we talked about it before. It's probably a contest winner. This little girl one. And it's like a weird, <laughs> like they're more probably trying to make her laugh and hanging out with her parents. <laughs> yeah. It's, but it's cute. It's neat. And, um, uh, yeah, they appear to be having like a dance party, listening to Pool It at this restaurant. <laughs> Could you imagine? Jeez. Imagine you just came in, like you're at MGM, you like show up and it's like, what is going on in here? <laughs> you got the monkeys over here, they're singing some weird songs I've never heard of. <laughs> and where's where's Mike? Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I would have loved to have seen Mike hanging out on that day. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like, uh, like later in life, Nesmith would have loved it and had a great time, but '80s <laughs> Nesmith and any time, any time that wasn't late, man, Nesmith would not sit through this shenanigans at a '50s diner with a little kid. Yeah, it probably would have felt like going back to high school for him. You didn't need to do it. Yeah, You'd grown up a lot. It started like actual businesses, and uh, maybe some of the other monkeys kind of needed this. Yeah. <laughs> so they, <laughs> he didn't need it as much as the rest of the guys did, let's say. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and just as a side note, man, like I wonder what changed with Mike to do like the Mike and Mickey show and to really delve into the like the the deep cuts and really get back into being a monkey again after he he always felt like he never really wanted not didn't <laughs> want to be associated, but was kind of beyond it, like you were saying. I wonder what changed yeah. his mind. Sometimes it seems like he misses it, and then he gets back into it for a bit, and then he's like, you know what, screw this. A good example is the uh, the Justice era, where he comes back, does the record with the guys, but before too long, he's like, you know what, forget this, and then he's gone, and then they tour without him. It's, it seems like he warms up to it again, and then, yeah, not so much. Yeah, do you think like when they were making Justice, they were looking at like, okay, we're going to tour the four of us and we're going back out and this is going to be like the monkeys again. And then he was just like, meh, no, I'm done. I don't want to do this. And they're like, dude, what are you talking about? This would have killed. The four of us together would have killed. They played some shows together in Europe, I believe, like in England and stuff. And uh, then the reviews for the record started coming in and they were not good. No. And I think he was kind of bummed about that. Yeah, I remember he he wrote Entertainment Weekly to to like, counter review the review. Wow, <laughs> and, uh, and they published it. It was just, I was like, wow. There's the, in the letters. There's Mike Nesmith. 
It's very strange. Yeah. But like near the end, I think it's telling that once uh, Davey passed away, he was all in again for a bit. Mm-hmm. And they toured the three of them, Peter, and Mike, and Mickey for a while. Oh. And then by the very end, it was Mickey and Mike. It could do all like kind of focus on their stuff maybe. And I think. Oh, Maybe. Maybe there's just the sense of the the end being near, perhaps, in the grand scheme yeah. of things. Maybe he's like, you know what? This does mean a lot to a lot of people, and I guess it means a lot to me, too. Yeah. And he kind of sort of, right, right up to the very end, he was like, back in it. Yeah, it was, because uh, I do remember, we might have talked about this before, so we apologize, listeners. But when we were going to see the Mike and Mickey show, I had no idea what Mike was going to be like. Like if he was not going to talk to the crowd, if he was just going to be like like a contractual obligation kind of thing. But then we came out and he was amazing. And it was so amazing. And it was still one of the best nights and best concerts I've ever seen. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. He's, both him and Mickey seem genuinely happy to see us. Yeah. For real. But anyway, sorry, listeners. We it's just, all right. It's all right. We just love talking monkeys here on Podcast Valley Sunday. We sure do. And that was quite the tangent away from uh, Don't Bring Me Down from Pool It, one of our top of the jellies, which we feel should have finished a little higher than it should have. Yeah, it it's did. at number 133 on the countdown. We think it could mm-hmm. have maybe broke into the 20s, the 120s. Maybe. All right. So I... Uh, my my third pick was Secret Heart, so we both we've already talked about that, so we don't need to delve in. Just to mm-hmm. say, it's yeah, that w- should be way higher than it actually is. Um, so my number four was Mr. Webster, our first ever number one. <laughs> That's on my list too. Everyone in town knew Mr. Webster. He worked at the bank for forty years. And each week Mr. Frisbee made his check out For sixty-eight dollars And through the years he floated twenty-seven robberies Each time Frisbee promised him a raise It's pretty, it's pretty far down for where Mr. Webster should be. It's fallen the farthest, obviously. Yeah, it has. It's at number 110, so it dropped 109 <laughs> spots <laughs> to end up at 110. With a bullet. Yeah, but it was our first number one. Yeah, it's a cool song. I think what happened with it, it got picked so early that it just got piled on top of, piled on top of, piled on top of until it was mm. too too low. Because I feel it should be, man, at least 20 positions higher than it is. It's a cool tune. And there's a couple different versions of it. Yep. Like there is of a lot of these monkey students. And um, it tells a story. And it's, uh, it's a fun little ditty. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And it, it's a cool, like I've said it when we've talked about it before. I love the storiness of it. When I was younger yeah. too, it seemed so deep. Like it blew my mind. And it's just like, oh my <laughs> gosh, this, this you got to listen to this. The wait for this, like M. Night Shyamalan. I was like, I was watching Sixth Sense. <laughs> and at the end, my mind got blown. But yeah, it was a uh, it was good times, and just twenty uh, up from this is the poster, and I think it's it, I believe it should be in a poster area of the countdown. <laughs> the poster neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad. I, I get you. I'm with you there. Yeah, word because band six is number ninety nine. 
just so to yeah, I got, yeah i got i got some issues with that being where it is but exactly yeah. I, I would straight up switch zilch and band six in a heartbeat yeah i agree because zilch is at number 127 so did you have that on your list no no <laughs> <laughs> we probably kind of could have we could have even though it's not super duper a song we do like it it is mm-hmm. fun yeah and it's kind of it, it's just fun yeah <laughs> only, only the monkeys can pull it off if we were picking 10 songs it would have been on my top 10 <laughs> to move for sure because yeah it's one Tremendous. above let's dance on like shut up <laughs> <laughs> funny you should say that because i kind of had let's dance on on my list oh really yeah <laughs> That is funny. It is in a pretty low spot for Let's Dance On. Let's dance on. Oh, baby, come on. Let's dance on till the dawn. Have fun till the music's all gone. Maybe because it's like monochromatic and it doesn't do a whole lot. It's very kind of just a, a rock and roll tune. And it's like way back on the first album. And we heard it a bunch. But like, the track I found, the clip I found, the video, it's live, and it, the first time they ever played it, and it was like yeah. a, a Mickey and Peter show. Yeah, it's crazy. What the heck? You would have thought that would have been on the first tour, for sure. Yeah, it seems like just something they could bang out on yeah, stage. exactly. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, ve- it's bizarre that it just kind of swept it under the rug until, like, the 2000s. Yeah, yeah, crazy. I mean, it's, it's a, a Boyce and Hart ripper, and uh, it landed at uh, one twenty-eight, one drop, one one drop ahead of Tear Spot City. <laughs> I like it a lot more than Teardrop City. I don't know how this happens. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it, the sheer volume of songs and how they're getting chosen and what we're placing things on the fly. Yeah, you, you're bound to have a couple of these. And that's why we're talking about them now to make the songs feel better. Exactly. We don't want anyone feeling left out. <laughs> uh, yeah. And if anybody out there has some idea, if we don't get to a song that you think should have been a top of the jellies and not way back in the one thirties or forties, you go hop on the comments and YouTubes, <laughs> the YouTubes and let us know. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. We always do. Yeah. So I will go with at number one twenty, I'll spend my life with you. And I hope you Yeah, it's it's a really good song. It's it's one that slips, but but you know between the cushions for me sometimes. <laughs> but when I do hear it, it's got that nice slide guitar too, and it's just good, it's a it's a good jam. It's a, it's a really nice, you know, like a, like a summertime, not not quite golden hour. The sun's about to go down. The song comes on. You're like, ooh, okay, it's gonna be a good night. And it's from like the early, yeah, the very early sessions. Like that's crank out a bunch of hits kind of <laughs> yeah. music factory thing but the boys brought it with them to the studio when it was time to do headquarters and made their own version of it which is cool yeah so yeah it's a it's a good tune there's a couple versions of it just like a lot of monkey songs <laughs> yeah. and um and we just kind of like it yeah we have it at 120 but uh yeah, could have been higher 
Yeah, because right before it is, uh, like at 119, is this just doesn't seem to be my day. And mm. at 121, it's whatever's right. So mm. I feel it's much better than, than either of those ones. Fair enough. If you go down one more spot, you got my next tune. Gotta give it time. Baby, just stop the shopping, baby. Shopping won't get you loving, baby. You gotta pay it around or lose what's on the line. Baby, gotta give it time. Give it time now, baby. From the Good Times album, where we have at number 122. And, uh, oh. It's one of my, f- oh man, there's so many good songs on that record, <laughs> For real? but I like, this is one of my, the ones I, I don't skip. Like I can listen to the whole first half mm-hmm. of the record and uh, it's a good time, man. And uh, it's got, it kind of pops. It's got kind of that, um, dirty water kind of sound and standells. And, um, it, it's just, I think it's a combination of the old tracks from the sixties and some new tracks on top. And, um, I just, it's like a lot. I think it, it's just very authentic sounding more so than the one ahead of it. Whatever is right. Yeah. Which it kind of has like, kind of like a, feels like a Hollywood version of the sixties, but something about got to give it time has that, that vibe. You can picture the boys playing it in the suits mm-hmm. back in the day, maybe on the show. And, um, I don't know. I like it. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a really good song on a really good record. And, like, if we're being for real with Good Times, I know whenever we bring up Good Times, we praise it forever. <laughs> but a Monkey's album that has that many good songs on it that you keep mm. going back to because of the quality of the songs, yeah. like, how far back do you have to go to get <laughs> to that album? And that's not knocking other albums, but it's just the way it is. It's got a higher hit rate than almost any other record. Yeah. And like, no, not even just for the Monkeys, like. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of records two maybe three really good songs good times five or six yeah it, it's a, it's a great album and it's uh we've said it before and i'll say it forever on this podcast and to anyone who's listening i'm so glad that they got one more really great album out of them yes. you know what i mean and so it's not like oh yeah not justice was good but you're like nah, 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 nah. uh yeah but it's, it was it was weird that they're going out like that yeah but this time, it's all of them appear on it, and it's good. Yeah. And then the Christmas album was just like dessert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it it it, it that it's hard to screw up a Christmas album, but it's also hard to make a Christmas album really good. And they made it really good. And yeah, I look forward to the list. I look forward to listening to it every year now. Oh, me too. Yeah, and you know what? I put it on this year a couple of times, and my wife Nicole started getting into it and then she would like put it on herself. Like if I'm not home, she loves the, uh, she loves what would Santa do, which is a song I would add into the countdown. Cause neither of us chose that song when we chose the Christmas songs Uh and I didn't uh choose it. Cause I thought for sure you would choose it. And I'm sure you didn't choose it. Cause you thought for sure (laughs) I would choose it cause it's a standout song, but she loves when he says, uh, he wants to sock him in the mouth. (laughs) because everybody's saying whenever it comes up she loves that part (laughs) so yeah it's a great it's great it's bringing in new monkeys fans freaking christmas album how often does that happen amazing okay so my final song to move is another davy song and also off of the monkeys present as well oddly enough and it is french song a little girl 
goes out walking in the night A little boy calls good evening From the light they stop to talk for just a while Then she's gone <laughs> I had a feeling this was going to be one of yours. 100%. It's Man, the only way you can t- say it's a slinky song. It just feels like, I don't know, like you're, you're in some 60s speakeasy and this is going on and it's just like you're kissing some girl with a Bridget Bardot haircut and it's like, this is the best. That's what I think of when I hear the song. It does. It really paints a picture. It's a uh, very, very cinematic it's a vibe yeah as the kids say it opens up with those chimes and it's just like (laughs) man and and no one else could have sang it in the monkeys i feel it's davy's perfect voice for it you know what i mean like if peter sang it there'd be a bunch of weird noises and stuff (laughs) 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 we'd sing it with a french accent or something for real and if mickey did it it would be a little too mickey and mike i don't know it's it's a perfect davy song to me mm-hmm. anyway. Where had that landed? 116. Not bad. It could have been higher. I'm with you there. Because mm-hmm. like what? what's around it? Above it's run away from life since yeah. you went away in Acapulco Sun? Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Then P.O. Box and 847 at 112. So I feel like it could be in that neighborhood even a bit. It could, yeah, it could be up around there. I think if we moved uh, Mr. Webster at 110, we could slide French song into 110. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's quite. I got one more. It kind of, it didn't get its, it's, we we punished it for no reason. It's a theme from the monkeys. Here we come, walking down the street. We get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we monkey around. We're too busy singing to put anybody down. Number 126. It does everything it needs to do. It's true. We listen to it a lot. It's on every like best of. Mm -hmm. It's on the first album. It's at the start of every episode. At the end of every episode of the first season. When we watch the shows, did we ever skip it? No. We voluntarily listen to this song like hundreds of times and we still listen to it. If it was a bad song, we wouldn't do that. Maybe we would. I don't think we would. And uh, it's got that guitar solo that kicks ace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another thing it does is it's such an earworm, but in a good way. So like it can be <laughs> a, like the, the, the theme song of the show. Like we're saying, you see it every week. It yep. tells you exactly what you're going to see if you watch this show, for yep. the most part, what the monkeys are, so they didn't have to do an origin story or anything. Nope. And it, it, it's weaseled its way into pop culture so much that I, I, of course, I know nothing about young people because I'm not around them at all. But I bet you, <laughs> Hey, Hey, We're the Monkeys is still something that is just in the ether that they just pick up on, just being a human in North America. Well, my teenagers are related to me. Yeah, so they are. <laughs> they know the monkeys. They know what "Hey, hey the Monkeys" is about, <laughs> but maybe not every teenager. Yeah, but it's still around. You know what I mean? It didn't get like like if you go up to somebody and go "A," no one's like, "Oh, the Fonz." You know what I mean? It's like it's kind of been washed over a little bit. 
But uh, Hey with the Monkeys, I think, sticks around. So yeah, 126, theme from the Monkeys. Just outside the top 100. I wouldn't put it in my top 100 consciously, but it's it's a good tune. It deserves more respect than 126. Agreed. Agreed. I I think our our, uh, familiarity with it, kind of like Last Train to Clarksville, I can't have like a a good look at it anymore because it's... (laughs) It's that song, you know? True. Okay, so that's our that's the end of our special weirdo show, I'd have to say, where we just talk <laughs> about songs we screwed up on and uh, don't yeah. move them in the countdown, but say we should. Because <laughs> we, we said it enough while we were going down to countdown. Why is this so low? So yeah. I think it was worth talking about. Yeah, we had to highlight them and just say, yeah. these are the ones, you know, sorry, guys. We, <laughs> we put you down here in the dumps. You're down here in steerage where you should be up there with a whole bunch of different dinner forks. Uh, I have a feeling we might do it again before we hit the top 50. Yeah, I agree. We should do like every 60 songs or something. We, we yeah. hop in and rearrange yeah. them just because like, whoops. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. And, and once again, if you if you have other suggestions that you feel we unfairly left out, all you uh, laugh enthusiasts out there. <laughs> By all means, let us know. There's people like, Ladies Aid Society should at least be in double digits. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we forgot to mention Ladies Aid Society should be d- 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 sent to... Davy Jones Locker, yeah. <laughs> For real. So anyway, everyone who's uh, checked us out this episode, thanks so much. We know Thank it was you. a different weirdo kind of shorter episode, but uh, we just had to get it out of our system. Yeah, we're getting back into it. We're just warming up for what's going to be a, a good year for Old Podcast Valley Sunday. We're doing the rest of the, the countdown. We're doing some more special episodes. It's a, yeah. I heard they put out a movie at some point. We got we to gotta investigate that. Exactly. The movie. See, I think people are like that. You're supposed to do that like a year ago. <laughs> we're waiting to be able to watch it together actually yes. in the same room. And because uh, yes. it'll just be more fun that way. So that's why we're holding off. Like I haven't watched it at all. Because I'm waiting to like absorb it and have it hit me again. Because it's been a while since I've watched Head. So it's going to be great. I can't boy, wait for it, it. It looks nice on the Blu-rays. No doubt. I can't wait. Yeah, I've never watched the Blu-ray of it. I have a DVD, oh. but not the Blu-ray. So I am stoked. Yeah, buddy. So hopefully we'll get together soon and pound out a couple <laughs> yes. Head episodes. <laughs> for real. Okay. So from me, Paco... And me, Jeff. Have yourselves a monkey's little evening. Thank you. Bye-bye.